What is up everybody? Welcome back to the Friday Wrap Up. My name is Jack Graham. And I'm Matt Rackers. And on this show, we cover hot topics, teachable moments, and the latest articles that we think are going to help you on your health and fitness journey. Nailed it. Always. I think you can do the intros from now on. <laughs> it's just easy if you read it. Jack just tries to do it off the top of his head and we have to do like 400 takes some days. I feel like when I read things, it sounds very scripted. Did that sound scripted? No. Yeah, I'm a pro. <laughs> um, what a week. <laughs> yeah, Jack's been so sick this week. I don't know if you've been really sick or if I just have minimal empathy. <laughs> this is probably the sickest I've been in about two years. So I don't get sick too often. Usually it's just like a little sniffly nose or a little sore throat and then it passes. But this time... It was bad. It was bad. Um, and yeah, just crazy to think how much productivity and everything just drops when you do get sick. So and how some people get sick frequently. Yeah. Like you've gone two years without getting sick. Some people that's unheard of mm. to go six months without getting sick. Yeah. Um... And it just makes me think about like when people say, you know, what motivates you to do what you do? Mm. And that motivates me to do what I do because I never want to be sick. But it's not that like quite often on this show, we talk about, you know, old age and, you know, the quality of life and stuff. And you, the quality of life is less when you have to rely on more people, the more people you have to rely on. And I feel like being sick just sort of brings that home because I couldn't really do anything like I couldn't yeah. cook I couldn't clean I couldn't go to the shops I just couldn't really live properly just laid in the bed with the sausage dogs and I had to rely on Mac to do everything and it just makes me realize that you know that's where a lot of people might end up if they don't focus on their health and wellness like I know that's very extreme but for you know me just being sick and saying that <laughs> I had to rely on everybody but it's just like a little glimpse of, you know, what it could turn out like if you don't focus on it. Yeah, just reminded you of how important it is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just a little takeaway I got from it. It's just, just hard because, you know, business productivity stops and I feel like, you know. I also think it's hard, the hardest at the minute because of COVID because mm. You know, like, it's just, Jack obviously tested himself, but it's just a cold, it's not COVID, and people still act weird around you, they don't want, <laughs> like, people freak out, I'm like, should I be leaving the house? Like, regardless of whether it's COVID or not, a cold is still arguably as contagious as COVID. More, I'd More say. contagious than COVID, so it's like, technically I should be isolating as if Jack had COVID, you know, but... Mm. It's just so like... And you sort of, every time you tell somebody you're sick, you've got to tell them it's not COVID. Yeah. I'm sick, but don't worry. It's not COVID. I'd be like, I'm I'm worried whether you have yeah. COVID or not. Like, get away from and me. that's the half, like, most of the reason why I haven't been out and have been isolating because it has been, like, although it's not COVID, it has been shit. Yeah. So and why I would you want to like give shit, it to anybody? I don't want to give it to anybody. It just, I don't know how, I can't believe it took COVID for us to have to take being sick seriously and yeah. keeping it away from another person yeah like, it's like you can't go to the gym and all that sort of stuff when you've got COVID at the moment but it's like but even before this when I had my gym we're talking three maybe even four years ago now if somebody walked in sick I'd tell them to go home 
Yeah. I, I wouldn't want them there. Plus, you shouldn't exercise when you're sick anyway. I can get sick, and so then I have to pay people to work for me. Yeah, but then true. also, if all my members get sick, then all my members stop paying. So yeah. it's like, even before COVID and all that sort of stuff, you shouldn't sort of go around and be around people when you're sick anyway, no matter whether it's COVID or not. Yeah. All right. Agreed. Rant over. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I told my mum that Jack was sick of a text, and she's like, oh, gee, I hope you're showing him sympathy. Or I hope you're managing to give him some sympathy. And I was like, what? She's like, you don't have any sympathy. And I was like, I totally have, I'm totally a sympathetic person, but I feel like, what do you think? Um, yeah, I'd say you are. <laughs> but I feel like the first two days I was pretty grumpy. The well. first two days of you being sick, because it's just like, Jack's like, my glands are sore. And then I was like, oh, whatever. <laughs> like, you're not getting sick. And then the next day he was like, dead. And then all of a sudden I had to do everything and I was like, oh, my God. You're just, like, slugging around. Um, but on the, the whole reason I brought up the sympathy thing is because I've been reading a book called The Women's Brain Book and it pretty much just goes through the lifespan of a woman's brain. So from, like, a fetus through to old age and it just how your brain evolves and how the hormones and chemicals and stuff in your brain um, act in certain points of your life and the part that I was reading this morning was going over like the menstrual cycle right mm. and you know how generally majority of women get PMS so they get like moody or they cry more or they get cramps or some studies show that they have less sympathy <laughs> right like the week before and stuff like that but ultimately all the studies show like emotion wise that hormones don't affect your emotions the week before or a couple of days before your period. So essentially, it's made up. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm going to get a lot of hate for that, but just let me finish. Because I was like, when I was reading, I was like, what the fuck? That's so not true. Like, I experienced all this stuff. And then um, the scientist went on to explain how she's, like, looked over all these studies and women can obviously experience these emotions any time throughout the month it's just that a lot of the time dating back centuries women have held in their emotions and then they get their period and then they use that as an excuse oh it's my period when it's actually not it's just that you've held in your emotions for the last four weeks and then at this point when you're a bit more tired than you normally would be because there's a lot going on in your body mm -hmm. it just floods out I guess yeah right. so it's not actually your hormones don't actually like they do obviously influence physical changes like bloating and stuff like that but your mood they don't necessarily influence your mood or mm. the any chemical structures in your brain or anything like that um and they did like they think that it started back way back in the day they used to say once a month women were hysteric so when they got their period they were hysteric because i guess they were bleeding and they're not I don't know, as appealing to men maybe to make babies because that's like ideally what women originally were mm. like looked at as. And so hysteria actually means uterus, I'm pretty sure. So because they used to say that they were walking hysteria. So men used to believe that a woman's uterus once a month would leave its post where it can make babies and move around its body and move around a woman's body and that would make women crazy 
because your uterus is moving around. Like we're going back like hundreds and hundreds of centuries, you know. Wow. Um, so that's where I think it, apparently that's where it originated from. So every month, like apparently your uterus would move around and then obviously as medicine evolved, they learned that that doesn't happen and then they just started blaming women's emotions on the menstrual cycle when actually it just all started from people thinking that having a period means you are going to be tired, sad, mad, angry. So if you're free-spirited and speak your mind and don't hold your emotions in all month long. You probably, theoretically, you would have less emotional symptoms, if any. Hmm. Theoretically, you shouldn't have any emotional symptoms. And you know what? I was thinking about this and I feel like Monica, Monica Yates, who I think we've spoken about before, I've been Mm -hmm. on her podcast, she is one person I know that just says whatever the fuck she wants, whenever she wants, Mm -hmm. and she, like prides herself on having no period problems. She sells a program called Fix Your Period Problems, you know? And I was just like, oh, wow, she actually just says it as it is, does what she wants when she wants. Like, she's very free-spirited, and she literally sells that you're not meant to have period problems. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) If anyone has any counter-arguments, I'd love to hear them. (laughs) But I was just like, it took me, it did take me a while to believe it, but I guess you can't really deny research the more that i do study in psychology the more i'm just like how does the rest of the world not hold research more highly Mm. you know what i mean Mm. because it's the only evidence that we have obviously of anything yeah yeah did you comprehend that okay yeah yeah i'm still here blue brain (laughs) (laughs) yeah um like i feel like it does make sense but it doesn't i feel like a lot of people want to believe the easier option as in yeah just let it happen to me yeah yeah i think so too and like actually trying to wrap your head around you know people thought the earth was flat for a very long time and there's i know there's a few people out there still do but to try and comprehend people to it's actually round it took thousands or not thousands but hundred couple hundred years to get people's head around that it was actually round yeah and You know, I feel like it's so late in our timeline that we're finding this out, but for such a long time, women weren't, they weren't studied. Like, Mm. they weren't seen as a superior human. Yeah. So they were just, they weren't studied. Like, it was the menstrual cycle, cycle was what it is, and that's it. Like, just leave women to their own devices, sort of. Um, In the start of this book, the woman actually covered how she struggled to find a lot of evidence on differences in the male and female brain Mm. because a lot of studies don't indicate sex. So it's just a brain, brain, you know what I mean? Um, And predominantly they would just assume it's a male brain. And for a long, long time they only studied male brains. Yeah. So there's a lot more stuff coming out now about women's brains and bodies and... And I feel like that's a sort of going down the rabbit hole of hormones and all that sort of stuff and optimising for, you know, health, longevity, looking good, feeling good, all that sort of stuff. And there there was literally none, done, no research done on, you know, women's hormones in the till like recently. In the fitness industry or just in well, general? Well, just fitness, health and wellness. And yeah. there's obviously a lot of... In, like there's a lot of studies done on, you know, testosterone, 
Yeah. Every single supplement you can think of, you know, everything from whey protein to creatine, you know, beta alanine, all those things that are popular and we all use, all the research is done on men because that's where all the money was. And also a lot of researchers didn't want to have to um, worry about the menstrual cycle and the changing of hormones, whereas mm. men, their hormones stay level unless there's something underlying. Yeah. Whereas women's change monthly and it was just like, oh, it's too hard. Yeah. You know, there's too much variability. But now there's more money and there's more, it's more lucrative to actually start doing research on women and how these things affect them because, you know, the health and wellness industry is worth trillions of dollars now around the globe. So the more women coming in, the better it is. So the more women out there trying, like getting into health and fitness and doing all, like buying this, using that and all that sort of stuff, it actually helps the research go in that direction as well. Yeah. It's sad as it, like, it's stupid, but that's just how it is. And um, again, things like Whoop and all that sort of stuff are helping out a lot as well. Yeah, Whoop has, I'm like in, so in love with Whoop. They have so many women's studies that they're like funding and stuff at the minute to yeah. help with understanding performance around the menstrual cycle because we do perform very different to men. Like mm. men can pretty much just train the same for three months or yeah. however long until their body adapts. But And yeah. we did call this a few months ago when we released their new um, band about how they're going to just sort of start taking control of a lot of studies and being able to produce a lot more in-depth, better quality studies done on all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And I feel like they're just going to, in the next couple of years, are just going to prove a lot of things that I feel like we think are right, like health and wellness things. Things like, that we're already waiting for. Well, just things that people, you know, oh, that's not true. Like Yeah, like about... Drinking water. Yeah. Yeah. Like, as simple as it sounds, people like, oh, I'm not going to be healthy if I just drink another litre or two of water each day. Yeah. Oh, you mean because they're collecting so much data in yeah. general? Yeah. And now they'll just be able to go, well, look, Here's this is statistics. This is what it does help and here, here it is. Like, it's yeah. Like it's all it's straight in front of you. And, again, a lot with, like, women's hormones and menstrual cycles and all that sort of stuff. Like, there, there's a lot of especially within PTs and all that sort of stuff that, you know, a lot of PTs will say, oh, it doesn't matter that much or it does matter a lot, where I feel like Whoop is going to come out with a lot of data and say, well, this is what we've found and this does matter. Yeah, this is what you should do where and the when. At the moment, it's just like, oh, we think it matters or we don't think that matters. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where it is in a couple of years. Cool. I think that's all we've got. That's been a pretty boring week for me anyway. I haven't really stuck my head out of the house too much, so... No, yesterday you didn't even go outside until, like, 5 o'clock <laughs> at all. Yeah. <laughs> it was cold and windy. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> all right, thanks again for tuning in, guys. Make sure you hit subscribe or follow, follow wherever you're listening <laughs> along. Uh, we've got some pretty good content and some sweet things coming out for all you, got everybody listening. I'm just rambling now, so I'm just going to stop talking. <laughs> Say goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah, <laughs>